Hello everyone, and welcome to my podcast called Steps to the Spirit. My name is Chuck, and this episode is in season number two, and it's episode number 27. The name of this episode is Step 7, Humble Pie is Delicious, and this is part two. Now let me just quickly uh, remind you of what step seven is. And step seven says, humbly, on my knees, ask him to remove my shortcomings, holding nothing back. And I, of course, always associate a gift from God with each of these steps. And the gift, of course, associated with this step is the gift of humility. Now, I know it's redundant for some of you that are listeners and have been listening right along, but some people jump into the podcast at who knows where, so it's just, I think, a good idea for me to repeat the the actual step that we're doing. So, my name is Chuck, and as I said, this is Step 7, and it's Part 2. So, we'll be finishing up on Step 7 today, and then moving on to Step 8 and 9, the steps that deal with making amends. But for now, in Step 7, I would like to talk about the last phrase in that step, which says, holding nothing back. So, in looking at this step, I thought, well, how can I possibly hold anything back anyway from God? He knows everything. He knows exactly what's going on with me. How can I ask him to remove my shortcomings and and hold back on that? But it doesn't have to do with God. It has to do with me. And I have two parts of me. I have my humanity, and I have my spirit, which is, to me, the most important part. But this is trying to take those things that are part of my humanity, and most of those things have to do with my ego, and telling God that I'm willing to have you remove all of this stuff. Now, does he do that? I believe that's exactly what happens. I believe if I humbly, on my knees, ask God to remove this stuff, I think he's going to do it. That does not mean that I became a shining example of humanity. It doesn't mean that Okay, from then on, I'm not going to be bothered by any of these particular shortcomings. No, it means, I think, to get rid of the guilt, to get rid of those things that have plagued me in the past. Anything from drinking to walking against the light in the street. Who knows? But I think at this point in time, at this step seven, I think God does give us that tabula rasa, the clean slate to be able to move on with our lives and to be able to make changes in my life 
and say, okay, I'm going to try to do things better, and I'm going to try to do things with the with the direction of my Holy Spirit. Again, I'm human. So I can tell you from experience that I was very sincere and uh, almost humble, I guess, when I did this seventh step in earnest. And have I done any of those things again? Yes, I have. And I would bet that most of you might do them again too. But the thing is, I'm human. And as a human being, I am always, always being accosted. <laughs> That's a strong word, but I think it fits. I'm always accosted by my ego telling me, Hey, Chuck, do this. You'll feel good. Do this. You'll look good. Do this. You'll sound good. Do this. Do this. So my ego is always trying to get me to live in my humanity. And this isn't the way of life that I want anymore. My ego also knows that in step three, I made a decision to turn my will and my life over to the care of God. So that means I'm going to be living my life day to day, hopefully, and, and trying to ask my spirit, my Holy Spirit, what it is I'm supposed to be doing today. How can I handle the situation? How can I do this job? How can I do this podcast? How can I write my current book in, in the best way to, to follow what you or God wants me to do? And I came to step seven, all of these first steps with lots and lots of baggage that I call baggage filled with dirty laundry. And I realized in step six when I wondered if I was entirely ready that, you know, there are things in that dirty laundry that I liked a lot. I knew that they were wrong to do, but I liked them. I like to be able to use this particular escape where I didn't have to be honest, where I didn't have to be real, where I didn't have to tell people who I was. These character defects are very comfortable. They, they, they allow me an out, so to speak, where maybe... In some cases, I'm not strong enough to depend on God. I'm not strong enough, and it's happened to me, where I can't say, hey, nothing can hurt me because I have God as my power. Well, it sounds good. Does it work in real life? It hasn't for me every time. Sometimes I get afraid. Sometimes I feel like somebody is trying to push me into a corner or make less make me look like I'm less than I am. Now, spiritually, I know that that's not possible. I am perfect. <laughs> now, don't forget now, we're talking about my spirit is perfect. There is no changes. There is no improvement needed there. And what I'm trying to do is to connect my human life with my spirit life 
and it's a lifelong, lifelong effort. And I'll say most of the time, maybe a little less than most of the time now, but a lot of the time I am not able to carry out or follow through with what I know the Spirit wants me to do. And I've said in my earlier podcasts, even before doing all of these steps, I really do not believe that I did anything that was a negative thing in my life that I wasn't aware of. I knew it was wrong, and I did it anyway. I don't know if you feel that way, but I believe if you really look back on your life or some things that you've done, I believe that you will possibly admit that, yep, I knew that was wrong. I had a very uneasy feeling about doing that, but I did it anyway because, and in my case, my ego wanted me to do it. My ego made it look very appealing and made it look like, okay, if you do this, you are going to be better. Well, nothing could have been further from the truth. I wasn't better. I continually got worse until I decided that the pain of becoming worse and worse was greater than what I perceived as the pain of getting clean, the pain of uh, doing these steps. And these steps can, in a human basis, be a little painful. So again, here I am, uh, the last phrase, holding nothing back. A lot of these things, again, like I said, could be my friends. They make life, at that moment, easier. But this is my whole new point of view. I am not looking for the easy way out. I am looking for the spiritual way to do things and not what my ego would like me to do. I guess I've been, now that I think of what I've been saying, I guess I've been mentioning my ego quite a bit. And that really is, I I see my ego as my kind of my enemy. Even though it's part of my humanity, it is my enemy. It's the thing that I have to fight. It's the thing that I have to constantly say no to. Again, holding nothing back. How do I do that? I can't tell you how to do that. I could hardly tell me how to do that. But I do remember, and let me be absolutely honest with you, I remember being on my knees before <laughs> before I got these new metal knees. I got them both at once, by the way. Don't ever do that. It's a bad idea. But... I remember being on my knees and and I believe I had a tear in my eye and said, God, I want to be a better person and I'm willing to get rid of all of this stuff. Please take it from me. Please remove these defects of character, these shortcomings, every single one of them. 
Now, maybe it was a moment of temporary insanity, I don't know. But I think it worked. I believe that my past, my life, became at that point something new. A new piece of clay in order to form my human self in a better way. Since then, yep, there are a few of them have reared their ugly heads again, and I try to deal with them as I can at the moment. There are ongoing steps that help me do that, the 10th step especially, where I say, continue to take personal inventory, keep an eye on the things that are popping back up and try to get my Holy Spirit to help me with them, help me to deal with them, help me to eliminate them. So that's it for the seventh step, folks. Uh, my uh, my prayers are with you, and, and good luck in doing this. And again, next time we'll be talking about starting to talk about step number eight and nine and making amends. Thank you, and goodbye.